Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MPSA podcast. Uh, today's team from the Education Committee includes myself, Ed Mosteller, with Perform IT US, Otto Spensieri with Xerox, and Mitchell Philby with First Rock Consulting. Um, today, we're going to start on a uh, group of podcasts where we're going to interview the different committees within the MPSA. And our first group will be the Standards and Best Practices Committee. Today, we have Eric Crump from Ringdale, Paul Peterson from Guy Brown, and A.J. Reisinger from Excella. So we're going to, uh, our goal here is to understand uh, the purpose of, of the committees and how they can help you out. So without with that, I'm going to turn it over to Aldo to uh, ask the first question. Thank you, and then welcome uh, to the first of this group of podcasts. As uh, Ed was mentioning, um, we really like to understand, or at least uh, um, have the members understand uh, what the different committees do. So my first question to you all is, um, what is your role, and how does the committee operate? Uh, well, my name is Eric Crump. I guess I'll start off. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm a volunteer for the committee. So uh, back in 2017, I rose my hand up when I joined um, and said I want to volunteer and be part of the committee and not just be a member of the association. And so um, the uh, the team said, great, why don't you join the Standards and Best Practices Committee? You know some of the members that are uh, in that committee. And we think you would be a great fit for that. So ever since uh, then, I've been involved in the committee with, um, with different projects we've worked on. And just recently, I became uh, the um, the um, the head of the of the committee. So uh, <laughs> so I'm more or less trying to organize and working together with the team and looking at you know how we get new volunteers and how we have we how we can we have new projects. Uh, and that's my big role right now uh, within the committee. Yeah, so Paul Peterson here. Uh, I also probably similar to Eric uh, joined the MPSA uh, around 2016, 2017, somewhere around there. It was part of the Standards and Best Practices Committee because I, I thought that was the one that's most exciting, especially when you look at this industry. Uh, I think that's where a lot of effort needs to be put in general. Uh, I was the predecessor to Eric until he kicked me out and took over the position. <laughs> He's doing a fantastic job, to say the least. Um, you know, so the 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 team is really functioning so well. I think it's a great collaborative effort. We're all um, uh, volunteers, as Eric mentioned. And the fun part is we come from different spectrums, uh, competitors to uh, manufacturers, OEMs versus dealers. And it's a very synergistic relationship between all of us in trying to make sure that we have some way or effort in making the industry a little bit more aligned with what's the most appropriate uh, way of engaging uh, the market for both customers and dealers and vendors alike. Hi, my name is AJ Reisinger. I also joined the MPSA a few years back and I'm also a volunteer on the committee. I'm in a support role to Eric as a co-chair and my primary roles include um, backup to Eric's activities as well as some administrative tasks and of course contributing to our committee projects. I um, really enjoyed contributing to our projects including the the security white paper that we worked on last. 
So as a, just as a continuation, if, if I can ask again, uh, you know, how does the committee operate? Um, thank you for your roles. Thank you for your volunteer, because uh, it's all, it is all volunteer work from all of us on the MPSA. But what does the committee, um, how does it operate? Do you meet every month, every other month? You know, what, uh, what are you publishing? Yeah, it really depends on uh, the activities that we're working on. So generally, uh, we're probably meeting at least once a month talking about uh, activities. But when we're in the midst of a project, we're typically meeting more often, uh, either together as a whole committee or uh, because we're all busy doing different things. Uh, we may uh, branch out and, and work together in smaller groups to uh, uh, to work on a project. And that's uh, one of the things we're working on right now is we're trying to have a primary person uh, running with part of a project and then having a backup uh, person to help work together so that we can do things uh, in parallel versus having it very, you know, taking a long time to get a project done. So uh, that's typically the way we work. We obviously we're work, working virtually uh, through uh, the wonderful world that we have today, but we're working on documents together. We're working on uh, webinar content together as well. Um, and um, podcasts like we have today. So we're, we're trying to work through all those in the virtual way of working. Um, but uh, it's not set in stone every month, but it, again, it depends on the projects we're working on. And maybe also speaking to how we come around with those project topics, right? It, it really varies. It's something that we float up amongst the committee. We, we throw outside some ideas, put them in the pots, stir it around and see what comes out. So. The first one that we were dealing with was supplies-based uh, uh, white paper. Then we went into a real whale of a project, which was the security white paper that AJ referenced. And you know, the supplies one went fairly quickly. The security one took a long time because security is that deep, in, and it's very difficult to say what should be in, what shouldn't be in. So we spent a lot of time just trying to make sure that the appropriate and enough content was included without making the audience fall asleep on page three. So <laughs> you know, it really does depend on the topic and what we're dealing with. Um, but that's what makes it so exciting. It's not just one, one sort of avenue that we're dealing in. It's everything that revolves around the print industry and managed print as a, as, as a general aspect and how we can provide some guidance or food for thought in a lot of ways on how you're running your practice and is it in alignment with what a lot of the industry puts out there. And it's been really interesting. We've been able to bring some experts outside of our organization in to share what's going on in the industry. So, you know, having Tercerica was one of our, um, we pulled them in, say, tell everybody what's going on during COVID, right? Uh, so we can share that information. So as people are trying to uh, re-engage the market in this in a new way during COVID, it was really important for us to you know, get what's happening right now out there to the market. So, you know, standards and best practices are changing through this time. Uh, as well, we had uh, Microsoft comments that are coming up with new technologies as well, as well as getting into the standard practices. So, um, yeah, so it's been really exciting. And again, it's just getting engaged with uh, the network of people that we know to get them engaged with the, uh, the association as well. Thanks, gentlemen, I um, appreciate your response to Aldo's question. Uh, this is Mitchell here from First Rock Consulting. Look, um, I have a question. What's the relevance of your committee to the audience listening today? Yeah, I can grab that one, sure. I mean, I think it's extremely relevant. I think the reality of the print industry is that it changes close on every day, similar to what Eric mentioned. You know, uh, even with what happened last year, 
you know, everything's turned on its head. We've had to rethink how does one do print because everybody was speaking about the paperless office in the 80s and look where we're at today. Okay, so it's never going to go away, but it needs to continuously be more efficient, more appropriate. Uh, what is business process that needs to be supported by these technologies? How can one use big data and analytics in order to ensure that the, the dealer and the customer are having the most appropriate information at hand to, to make those decisions? So, you know, when it comes to what is the relevance of the committee, I mean, it really is that, that it's around what is the industry looking for? What is the industry maybe not even thinking about? And where do we draw in different um, experts in their field to give us uh, nuggets of, of wisdom to share in some of these white papers and, and communications that we do? It's not just us sitting around and saying, okay, what's a good idea? You know, we, we lean on the people who are in the know uh, and also benchmark those thoughts and strategies with other people to make sure that it truly is industry aligned. I would agree with that. And from my perspective, the key. Oh, I'm sorry, Eric, go ahead. No, I was actually going to ask you to, to talk about uh, probably uh, what we just did with the uh, security white paper and how we, you know, it was relevant in the changes that we made recently. Sure. So from my perspective, the committee takes on, on projects that highlights trends and, and best practices in the industry based on our group's experience. And I think that the group is comprised of, of a number of what I think are well-respected professionals who have a lot to add. Um, our white paper regarding security, um, I thought was really interesting considering the diverse folks on the committee. We got various um, best practices in terms of how the devices are configured, how they are solution to begin with, um, what is, is to be done at end of life, basically a cradle to grave solution, which I think a lot of folks uh, oftentimes overlook. So um, the, it was a bit of a challenge to provide enough information, but not be too overwhelming, um, but really just point folks into some areas that they should keep an eye on. So I, I think we did a nice job on that. Um, as far as, you know, personally, I, I feel that the MPSA brings a lot to the table. The access to educational webinars and podcasts is really useful to me. Learning about uh, you know, what's, what solutions and tips and tricks other members of the team are using to support their their customers, and not to mention uh, making some new contacts that uh, helps make my life a little bit easier. And that's exactly what I was thinking about too, AJ. It's the it's it's the behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't see. That's actually the biggest value for me uh, as a as a member. It's the conversations that we have uh, on these projects. Uh, that you don't, you see some of the output of that, but there's a lot more uh, uh, power in these committees just with the day-to-day -day conversations we have, with just kind of shooting straight and saying, well, do you see this or don't you see that? Um, and, you know, and potentially working together, you know, on uh, projects, uh, doing other things. So it's, um, that's, that's something that I think everybody's missing by not volunteering and being part of these committees is the networking and the engagement um, that you can get from uh, being in this group. Well, my follow-up question was, why did you get involved with the NPSA? But I think you've answered that already. Thank you. <laughs> well, it was because somebody told me I should. And no, I there you that, go. And I think that that's what anybody listening to this podcast, you should become a member of the NPSA if you're not, and you should be part, you should volunteer to be one part of one of these committees 
um, you are missing an opportunity uh, personally for yourself and for your company uh, if you don't. And so uh, again, I'll, I'll point the finger uh, like, uh, like the previous MPSA member did to me, you need to join. We need you to join. And uh, we look forward to uh, you reaching out and, and talking to us uh, and getting involved today. I think the exciting part for me personally was to get involved, to to gain knowledge and to learn, you know, and to get other people's perspectives um, and not think that I'm in this bubble that I, you know, I know everything in my little space, but I have no one to really sort of bounce it off of other than in a presentation to a customer where you're doing an RFP response presentation, right? You don't get that, that true uh, uh, kind of feel coming back to you of, are you on? Are you on the? Are you on target? Are you missing it? Uh, you know what is the relevance of your program, your understanding, uh, your offering? That's where I think it's got a great amount of value because you can kind of put it in the in the in the boiling pot and see what uh, what what comes out. I agree with you, Paul. And in addition to being a great resource for me to learn, I think it's also a great resource to pay it forward. I think we have all learned our fair share of lessons the hard way, and there's something satisfying about sharing that uh, that that knowledge with other folks. Maybe save them some some pain or help them grow their business. Absolutely. Yeah, AJ, I really like the paying forward. Thank you. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think we're all smarter because of the because um, of everyone sharing their ideas and their thoughts and their experiences. Yeah. Thanks guys, that's, uh, that's really, really good information. And I, I know you've generated a lot of uh, collateral, a lot of very valuable um, information for uh, the industry. So if someone's interested in reaching out to you to maybe join the committee, or they want to find out, uh, you know, get access to the resources that you created, such as the security white paper. How would they go about doing that? Sure, that's that's a good question. So uh, my name is Eric Crump. So you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's an easy way to uh, find me. Or Paul and AJ are on LinkedIn as well. So you know, reach out to us. We have. Uh, uh, you know, other members of the committee as well, and we can all uh, get you on board. Uh, on the website at yourmpsa.org, uh, there is a section for white papers, webinars that uh, our committee uh, provides. There's also a listing on the website of our committee and who all the members are of that committee. So if we want to put your name on that list as well. So if you go out to yourmpsa.org, uh, you'll see that listed um, there as well. So um, Definitely. If you, you can also send an email to standards at yourmpsa.org, and that will get you directly to uh, to me uh, or whoever the current uh, um, committee uh, chairman is, and they can get you, make sure that you're connected. So if this hopefully this lives longer than you know the next uh, year or so, but uh, that email address is set up for anybody who's interested. And join today. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Eric. Well, thanks, guys. That's uh, really helpful. I know you guys are doing a lot of really great work. And um, as Eric said, uh, you know, it's an exciting group. If you want to join, get a hold of them. Um, 
I'll echo what everybody said. It's the it's the sharing the information that that makes this group really uh, helpful and powerful. And uh, you know, feel free to follow up with that. So thanks again, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Education Committee. <laughs>